0: You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up.
1: Uh, we made it to three top. We finally, in almost three record top. time. Here we go. Let's keep it going. Record Let's keep time. it moving. We got Alex still with us. Thanks, yes. Yeah, thanks for sticking around, man. Let's let's make it happen. Three tops going to go around like this. Three top. Planet Nine. Planet Nine. Chestnut. Chestnut. <laughs> Exennial. 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 I feel sound- like
2: this got like real culty all of a sudden. <laughs> it is. It is what it
1: sounds like. So let's we'll start with. One Would you top. go with Campy? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Maybe.
3: Maybe. <laughs> and one top. One top. All right. So. Um, give me faces already. All right. Um so how the, nerdy how nerdy are you about to go? Uh on kinda. a scale of 1 to 10. So, first of all, Pluto's not a planet. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Can I leave now? Heard
3: <laughs> it heard of it, but Pluto's not a planet. At least anymore. Whether you debate about it or not, it's not anymore. What is it considered if it's not a planet? It's a It's a, a dwarf planet. Oh, oh, it's oh. a dwarf planet. It's like an icy body. So, how is a dwarf planet not a planet?
2: Well, here's the thing: there's a bigger dwarf planet than Pluto. Exactly. So, and there's like all these dwarf planets that it's are one similarly sized. Yeah, of there's hundreds, the hundreds of them so. that are like in the same vicinity yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes.
3: So, I think I mentioned this a long time ago, and y'all laughed at me about just the names of these things. But so, do you guys know what comes after Neptune?
2: Yes, Uranus.
3: I do. I, I remember. I meant after it... all the gas giants, what comes next after Pluto? The Oort cloud. It's the Kuiper belt. Kuiper, Kuiper belt. belt. Okay, and then the Oort cloud. Okay, I remember Oort cloud. Do you remember Oort cloud?
2: Oort cloud goes out like
3: yeah. yeah. This was this I taught. I, I brought these two things up yeah. a long time ago. Kuiper. I remember you saying Kuiper belt. Essentially, what's going down <laughs> here is like like I said before, Pluto's not a planet. It got downgraded to a dwarf planet, an icy celestial body that is in the Kuiper belt. Okay. Okay. The Kuiper Belt has like 600 other things that we track, like, that we just basically keep up with our telescopes and track their orbits, of like 600 other things that are similar, smaller, or bigger than Pluto, all in the same, kind of similar orbits out there. Okay. So that's why Pluto got downgraded, because they were like, you know what, Pluto's just not that special anymore. It's not big enough. Like, there's other things bigger than Pluto that and- don't get considered as planets.
1: And those things obviously weren't recently created, so... Correct.
3: Okay. That's why they were like, you know what, we should really just nip, hey, this, nip this one in the bud and say, hey, you know that dude that discovered Pluto a long time ago? Well, it Pluto's cool, but there's also a lot of other things out there the same size. It's not really that cool anymore. Yeah, he kind of, you know, disregarded these things over here. Well, he just didn't see them. Oh, didn't, it's you know, super hard it to look. see,
2: like, non-shiny things in space. Like, if things aren't creating their own light, like... It's why like looking for other planets is so hard. Like we have to look for. I just got, I just got real nerdy. Yes, join up. No, no. Yeah, you no, you're for, actually like, very correct in other stars' orbits instead of like looking for the planets. Like, right? It's it's yeah. It's well, weird. like
3: the reason things hide in the Oort cloud so well too is because the Oort cloud is a flat plane across the solar system, and so a lot of things are lined up on top of each other. I guess you could say <laughs> it's hard to differentiate things from other things because there's so many little things out there. Sort of like, it's an asteroid belt, essentially. Yeah. Except it's like comet and water and ice. So there's not, it's not rocky like the asteroid belt is, it's ice. It's comets that are just kind of chilling out there. Okay. They're not comets, technically, because they're not doing their thing, but... They're not being comets. Yeah, they're (laughs) pre-comets. Trip. Why? (laughs) Why? Why?
1: Oh! Because they're not doing their thing. You know?
3: Um. Okay, so Planet 9. That's what I was originally going for here. I <laughs> to do a little backstory on where we're talking about here. Yeah. So, astronomers. This is a recently published paper. So there's also, to preface what I'm about to say, there's been all these people talk about Planet X and stuff like that. Like that there's this giant Neptune-sized planet that has like a super huge... Elliptical orbit that only swings by the sun where we can see it every like twenty or thirty thousand years. There's like no real solid evidence to that, but it's kind of like a conspiracy, okay, whatever thing.
2: And then like whenever it gets close to our orbit, like crazy shit happens. Yeah, like, like that's going to be the end of the it world, to, like extinction events and all exactly. this. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got it. So, anyways, we're not talking about that. <clears throat> we're talking about a different thing. Got it. This okay. is the biggest like lead up. I hope he's just like so what kind of hot dogs do you like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like beef I or turkey. A,
3: I just felt like I needed to lay a base of a few facts before we talked about what I was going to talk about. Like so it. there we go. Um, beef. So out there in so the the Kuiper Belt slash Oort Cloud, which you would mentioned it's a long ways away, it's 30, the inner edge of it's 30 times the distance of us to the sun, and the outer edge is 50 times. That's the Kuiper Belt. And then the Oort Cloud is that 50 to 80 times the distance of the earth to the sun. So it was way out there. Um, but anyways, so all those 600 things I was talking about that we track. So like I said, I had to lay out a base of facts there. So those 600 things, what they've discovered is there's something out there that's pulling on them and altering their courses. Some of them up to eight degrees in their orbits. And so they do physics. Like I said, we we're talking about, I, I don't really know how to do it. <laughs> You know, I'm not the the calc three major guy, but either way, they do the backwards math on this, and just they basically infer that there is something that's the size of Mars, that's a rocky, icy body that's out there in the Oort cloud, that is affecting all these other little things that they're able to they've been tracking, and they haven't got it on a telescope or been able to see it yet, but they can infer its existence based upon the gravitational field that something is emitting out there. So, what I'm getting at is there should be, it hadn't been discovered yet, a planet the size of Mars that is out there in the Oort Cloud Kuiper Belt area that would be
2: the ninth planet instead okay. of Pluto. Hm. This gives me, like, all the nerd boners, like, stuff like this. I just love space discovery. So, this, this paper was just published, um, and so I was like, wow, that's really freaking cool. And what's
3: cool about that is... So based on the amount of gravitational pull on these other things that they
1: do track mm-hmm. is how they can determine that it's m- approximately Mars-sized? Is what, that what you're saying? What they can do like is... Like with the math and the physics yeah.
3: and all that shit we don't understand? Right. Like they <laughs> can ba- essentially do the equations backwards and find out that, okay, if something's pulling on this, which we know how big its it mass has is... It this mass. It must be this mass. Yeah. And they can basically do all the math and say... Well, something this big must be here for all these other
2: things to do what they're doing. Hmm. And that's how they can. And what's what's crazy, and um, like you've heard, they'll they'll say like, "Oh, we discovered a new rocky planet that is two times Earth." You know, around a star that's you know ten million light years away. And you're like, "How do they know it's rocky?" The composition and density of that planet, they can. Measure the effect that it has on that star and the amount of wobble that the star has and when it's rotating and then they can infer what the planet is actually composed of based on the amount of force it's exerting on that oh, star. It's, it's, it's insane. Entire
1: sequence of if this, then this. If right. this, mm. then this. It's
2: based in science, so it's,
3: you know, it's... Well, here's the thing. There's only like a one to two percent percent... I'm sorry. One to two percent chance that... There isn't something there, according to the math. That's basically what they came to the conclusion of. Science! Science! <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 just really cool, because this is actually how most celestial bodies are discovered. They will infer some something's existence based upon the motion of other things around it, and then say, well, it must be here at this time, and then they get their telescope out and go look and discover planets, or discover asteroids, or discover comets because of they like haley's comet you know it's like what 70 80 years something like that every time it comes around the guy that discovered Halley's comet had never seen it before he basically used data from other you know that other people had done and inferred that this thing must be coming back around at this time in this place to be able to look in the sky and then wait until that day and then boom there it is. And that's why it's called Haley's Comet, because this dude just knew it was coming and discovered it.
2: We can't see yeah, I mean if stuff's not emitting light in space, like you just can't find it. Like right. everything we discover at this point is basically done that same way. Like unless it's just ridiculously lucky that you happen to look at the right place at the right time and even then like the chances you're gonna be able to see it because it's not emitting any light are just super right. rare. Which it's honestly it's a little scary that there can be something that big like that close because you know we track a lot of asteroids near earth asteroids and stuff but you know uh, the the chances are something big out there that we don't know when it's going to come by or how close or anything it Mm -hmm. just it makes you realize that yeah i mean like
3: that's like comets are the things that are the the big problem the would be the biggest problem like if a comet hit us because comets are so effing huge well asteroid too well yeah
2: asteroid wiped out the dinosaurs that's a good point are you sure it wasn't a comet? Sure. It was like a six and a half kilometer wide asteroid. Oh wow. Either way, they're just big. They're I think bad it's news. basically composition <laughs> that differentiates. Yeah, like a comet's just water. More mostly. icy and has a tail and yeah. more rocky for an asteroid. Yeah. i think. I'm not positive. Either way, we don't want them hitting us. I, I mean right. they hit us every day, no, but not a not one of a substantial size right. anyway.
3: Definitely not. But yeah, man, that was just I thought that was really cool. Um, so angry. what would you name it if you found it? Man, I was about to ask that. Okay, so the math says that there's something there and then basically somebody has to be able to find it with a telescope. And whoever, whoever does gets to name it? Yes. But the national oh my god, now I can't name remember the agency that some the national naming planets agency. Correct. Okay. Basically has to approve whatever you say to. And they pretty much are gonna tell you no unless it's a Roman god. <laughs> Is kind
2: of how it goes. Hmm. They should so. do the thing to like crowd fund the research to like make sure it's there and like do a poll to let people so, that that boat that they were took a poll to name like that um, new icebreaker like mm-hmm. Arctic Explorer boat oh, yeah and then somebody suggested Bodie McBoatface <laughs> and that got the most votes and then they were just like <laughs> we're not naming it Bodie McBoatface <laughs> like it would just be like Planety face or something <laughs> mm-hmm. and they just wouldn't let it pass. No, but...
3: But apparently that is. That it's a real thing, and like pretty much, you just basically get to pick which Roman god you want to name it. Well, isn't there one of the dwarf
2: planets is named Make Make? Hmm, is that Greek? I don't know, because that's the They're like
1: Make Make me a sandwich.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
3: because that's what they do. It's it's but all make. all the planets are Roman, and all the sa- satellites of those planets are Greek. <laughs> make Make. So it's
2: it's a, it's got to be something like that. Then I'm almost positive that it's one of the out there near Pluto. Except
3: that we talked about before that Neptune was almost George. I thought it was Uranus. Or Uranus, whatever. minus. They're, they're interchangeable. They don't really matter out there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about those two. No, they don't. But, uh, Uranus. But yeah, they used to be almost My. his name, George. But George, you didn't then. say
0: what you would name it.
3: Yeah,
1: what would Hayden mm. name it? If you found it with your telescope, what are you naming Planet Nine? Man,
3: I don't know. I haven't even thought about that. Because I'd want to be a Roman god. I'd have to do my Roman god research <laughs> first. You would, you would, you know, follow the system and go with
1: oh, the Roman yeah. god thing? Totally. Do you have an idea for I'm a planet w- name I'm bandwagon bigger? on that Super
2: one. Super nerd. If I'm naming a planet, yeah. it's going to be... Planet... planet, planet. Leroy... <laughs> Jager! <laughs> That's going to be so loud, I just realized. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm naming it Leroy Turn my J. headphones up. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh,
0: that's the first thing that came to mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's still the best video ever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a uh, good thing I'm not an astronomer.
3: Yeah, it's probably a good thing you're not. Hayden's going to have to
2: like, edit <laughs> oh, the sound boy. down. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no,
3: cool. no, it's cool. We're going to terrify Someone's people Someone's going to fall <laughs> off the road. <laughs> I am not them.
2: liable for any injury sustained. <laughs> like, oh, I
1: wonder what he's going to do. Oh my
3: god!
2: Oh,
1: my god. ears are bleeding. Leroy
2: Jenkins. <laughs> so let's hope somebody
3: discovers it. Cause I, yeah. I, I, that'd be the cool. That'd be cool to drop Pluto, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're back at nine again. You know,
2: wouldn't that be a crazy
3: turn of events? Hmm. Maybe people would stop complaining about
2: Pluto if that happened. I want to know what Neil deGrasse Tyson has to say about it. I'm sure he has some kind of like interesting take.
3: I'm sure he does. Love that guy. Same. Yeah, I mean,
2: I'm just
1: so curious why it took so long to demote Pluto. If it's if it's so similar to so many
3: other because we things. started discovering new things a lot and very quickly.
2: Yeah, when it all was these... like, there's one other dwarf planet, it's like, I'll oh, let it slide. And there's like, all of a sudden there's 600 or something. They're like, yeah, yeah you know. So that's kind of what happened to Pluto.
1: I guess <clears throat> I'm just trying to think of it logically in terms of like, considering that there's no light emitted on it. And then we have to figure these things with physics and gravity and pulls on things. And how how is it that through all that math, it, they would miss so many other things that are so much like it, and or hard to take different. pictures
2: of, like he said. Well, and they've probably known that. I mean, it's not like a recent thing. The whole... Oh, yeah. They, it's it's, taken it's years. fake. Yeah, you know what they, it probably was? 1975.
1: That it it was like planet.
2: they discovered all those things, and then they figured out what the maximum term for like textbooks being in date was and they're like all right we'll change it when we have to change the textbooks. <laughs> right. like these are 30 years old Pl- pluto's not a planet anymore that's right because this... we're not going back and making new ones until we have to it's part
1: of the watergate conversation if you've not listened to the tapes they talk about it and nixon talks about it in 72
3: hmm. what that's total bullshit, by the way. I was, about to I was like, what? what? <laughs> Grassy Knoll. He had me going for a second. I was like, what? Yeah, they Nix- talk about the, how they they, they bury
1: dinosaur bones in the ground so that the government can tell you that dinosaurs were fake and all that stuff.
2: <laughs> Jet fuel can't melt stale beams. <laughs>
0: we're just going to go
1: down that. Too
2: huh? top. Too top.
0: <laughs> what do we call it? Oh, chestnut.
3: Chestnut, yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, chestnut. Just go.
0: Nut
2: just just go just nut.
0: what <laughs> not like chest nuts chest all right so <laughs> just a little
2: pre-comment <laughs> <laughs> pre-comment can still lead to impact just <laughs> oh my all right <laughs> so you know It'll So we're, so of. we're on
0: to two top and um it's about Nathan's hot dog eating contest, pretty much. I started watching first. This, hey, first of all, okay.
3: Nathan's are the best damn hot dogs. Really?
0: Oh god, yeah. I've actually never had one uh, of
3: them. Mm, they're the best hot dog for sure. Yeah. Here's my Meier. thing. Oscar Mayer ain't got a thing. Hot dogs are terrible <laughs> and gross. No, but Nathan's. I enjoy are the best. hot dogs.
2: I'm very. I'll say very. I used to be more than I am now. Preservative conscious. And, like, nitrates and nitrites are really, like, carcinogenic and bad for you from all the research I've looked at. You can get natural hot dogs that don't have that in it. Nathan's do have that. Mm. So I don't buy them. They taste Mm. delicious. Mm. Can't do it, The best hot dog. What makes them so magical? That's true.
0: (laughs) It's the cancer. I like the (laughs) ballpark beef franks. Oh, I know. But those you are gotta try. And, I'm telling you,
3: you go to anywhere in Universal Studios or yeah. whatever; they're sponsored by Nathan's. So there's just like a Nathan's cart where they sell like foot long Nathan's yeah, with all this, mm. everything on it at any corner. And oh my god, I just, <laughs> I just annihilated so many of those the last time I went to Universal. Mm-hmm. See,
0: I'm a, I'm a plain Jane when it comes to hot dog eating. Though I only want ketchup on it. I can't do deal with mustard or relish or only
2: ketchup. I
0: can't do anything else. Mm, I like the. I, I don't even know what it, the
2: coleslaw, the
3: mustard.
2: Oh coleslaw like. is an abomination. <laughs> no. Anything
3: with mayonnaise involved, like no. Mm, see I'm not into coleslaw, but I I'll defend mayonnaise. Uh, it's it's America's number two condiment. Like egg salad? You don't like egg salad?
2: I could eat something Depends on who completely makes it. delicious. Like oh my god that's the best thing I've ever had and then you tell me there's mayonnaise in it after <laughs> and I'm either gonna throw up or I'm definitely not gonna eat it again like <laughs> I, it's like a I, it's psychological I can't with mayonnaise huh anyways well
0: anyways yeah so <clears throat> history about this contest just so you know apparently or as le- at least legend has it that about. Three or four people got together one time in Brooklyn, New York, and wanted to see who was the most patriotic out of them all. No joke. And hey, when- hey,
1: yo, Joey. Hey, yo, Joey, I bet I could eat more hot dogs than you. <laughs> that- hey, hey, yo, go fuck yourself. I could eat more than you. No, no, let's, let's do this. Yo, Joey, let's do this. Set him up. Get some water. Let, let's get some buns let's, let's get some Nathans Yo, let's do this
3: That's six
0: <laughs> six Anyways <laughs> Where did all that energy come from?
1: I'm sorry, I blacked out What happened?
0: Oh man That's good stuff So, anyways Joey and the gang got together And wanted to see who's the most patriotic And so they thought Hot Dog and a hot dog eating contest would be the way to determine that. Um, and that was in 1916. 16? Whoa. Yeah. 19- that long 16. ago. So we've been going for 100 years now.
2: Wow. I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know there were hot dogs 100 years ago. I'll be honest with you. Like- <laughs>
1: That's in there like making them and then handing them to the guy. <laughs> it.
2: I say, good chap, may I have a hot dog? <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like how we just went like full. Like, I. I- <laughs> It's It's, it's horrendous how, like, interchangeable we as Americans make accents. (laughs) Like, I'll, I'll, like, go, like, oh, that was supposed to be British, but I think it was Australian. Like, you just can't. I
0: definitely went down on everyone. So good. (laughs) Anyways, the part where the contest started to turn more into a sport for Americans came in 2000s. So we're talking Kobayashi now. Yeah, I know that name. Yeah, (laughs) no, He goes by Kobe, but... All of you know Kobayashi. So, anyways. I know Kobayashi <laughs> from Usual Suspects. Tell me you've not seen Usual <laughs> no, Suspects. No, I haven't. Have I haven't. you seen The Usual Suspects? Yes. Oh, thank you. No, thank I haven't. So, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. But, anyways, Kobayashi got into the um, Major League eating contest um, scene when one of his friends in college told him <clears throat> or entered him in a eating contest in Japan. It was supposed to be a joke entering him in um but he was gonna do it anyways and there are tons of amateurs in this contest too so he thought he had a good chance of winning but the contest dealt with a lot of stages so there would be different things you'd have to eat along the way to advance to the next round um and you just have to meet the minimum
3: like different types of eating contests or like, probably different like wings and yeah hot like dogs. Okay, all, di- okay,
0: okay. All, all different types of donuts items. <laughs> yeah so mm, um wings you'd have to <laughs> you'd have to make it through the round and reach the minimum requirement to go on to the next round, so he'd always do enough to reach the minimum, but then the very last round um is when he'd save all he'd save all his energy for the last round and then just dominate, so after he wins that, he decides he's gonna train for this um hot dog eating contest in, on Coney Island. And um, <clears throat> he comes up with the style you'll see on any July 4th now of dipping your hot dog into cups of water.
1: The bun, yeah. Yeah,
0: where yeah. uh, you're taking the bun and dipping it. Um, <clears throat> they also called it the Solomon Method for when he takes a hot dog and pretty much breaks it in half. Or you'll you'll see him grab and break it in half and then eat it that way while also dipping the bun, too. I guess they call it a Solomon method just because of in the Bible where Solomon has to decide who the baby's going to. So he said, oh, I'll just cut it in half, and then parents freak out. Oh, that's, that's, that's why. That's why they name it that. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So he's cutting the hot dog in half. Um. <laughs> that, that's kind of dark. Yeah, that that's how they came up with his name for the method. I don't a think Kobayashi reference could. used yeah. in a hot dog eating contest.
2: <laughs> I don't think the America. announcers came up with that like off the cuff. They're like, he broke that hot dog in half, just like Solomon about did that baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is titillating. <laughs> this is titillating.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> uh. I don't think Kobayashi would have been. Smart enough to call it that, or crazy enough to call it that. But anyways, that's what they named it. So the record before Kobayashi entered the scene in 2000 was 25 in under 12 minutes. Okay, and he brings that method onto the stage <clears throat> and wins in 2001 and doubles the record by eating 50 hot dogs. Yeah, wow. I remember when he come on this on the scene and just dominate folks. And there's tons of Americans on it on the stage and he ends up doing it for another five six years what
2: year was that did you just say
0: 2001,
2: 2001 is when he first okay. wins it?
0: yeah and that's what i remember when i
1: was you know in college and yeah he was beast f-
2: nobody really cared before then right like it was like oh it happens and then no, all of a sudden the really. guy eats 50 hot dogs and mm-hmm. then everybody's watching every year And it's yeah exactly, and he was right. a skinny he was
1: skinny dude it wasn't <laughs> oh, like oh, yeah, some big 300
2: no. pound guy no they he's like, like scientifically five, i think they said that his stomach is lower in his body Than most people, and so it has more room to expand. Exactly. Like I, I think that's an actual thing. Wow. I hope that's not like one of the points you were trying to make.
0: No, no, no. You're good. (laughs) Well, a lot of these. Thanks. I'm done. (laughs) A lot of these eating contest winners, they've expanded their stomach so much from training that they don't really tell when they're hungry for something anymore. But I was listening to the podcast of the interview um, this one guy was having with Kobayashi after all these years of domination. Um, It was actually a really good podcast called Freakonomics. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, pretty good. But he was asking him random questions on how Kobayashi was training for the eating contest, and they didn't, for some reason, they didn't have any hot dogs for Kobayashi to practice with in Japan. So he practiced by eating fish, just tons and tons of fish, and then they didn't have hot dog buns either so he'd practice with the thinnest bread he could find so he's practicing with just fish and bread just
2: just gnawing down little fish yeah what's cool is it's turned in like a sports science thing and like they you know he practiced with that to get the like technique down and stuff Mm -hmm. i'm sure but as far as just their stomach expansion a lot of them eat like a crap ton i almost said the f word but i said Mm crap i like filtered that just then of like water and lettuce and will just, like, feel, because they can't eat, you know, 20,000 calories a day or whatever, and they will just fill their stomachs until it's going to, you know, about to burst, and then that's, they just train their stomachs to get bigger, and then they'll train, you know, with, mm-hmm. with dogs or whatever, I don't know how often, but, yeah, it's not, it's not always wow. whatever they're trying to eat.
3: I guess that'd be the, yeah, if you're trying to do that, yeah, just like, look, like iceberg, lettuce, and water, Yeah, you're not going to gain any weight you know from that <laughs> anybody has has
2: anyone ever done the gallon challenge oh like with gallon of milk oh, L- gallon the, of the milk most miserable i've ever been maybe in my life is we in in high school and we'd get bored because we were in high school at in Maryville, tennessee and we'd either hang out in the walmart parking lot or like go chug milk at somebody's house oh, chug, or play no. halo yeah i've seen plenty of people it's awful in that like you want to throw up because you try and you get about halfway through and your stomach hurts so bad. And when you puke, it's like projectile. It's mm-hmm. not like it's violent. It's
3: just one of those things. Like I just already know that it's impossible to be done or nearly impossible. Like I know it can be done, but it's like you got to be the right. You
2: got to be Kobayashi.
3: Yeah, you got to be somebody that has the ability to do it. And I've just never tried. I've seen a hundred people try. But I'm like, it's no. It's terrible. I'm not, I'm not all for it, trying to throw up through my nose. <laughs> I've projectile. never wanted to puke <laughs> milk. <laughs> <laughs> we did it three or four
2: times because we were stupid. And it, I guess it got kind of boring. So, like, the third time we just bought a bunch of different kinds of milk. Oh. And one of my friends brought, bought goat milk and he took one sip and threw <laughs> 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 like, up. Didn't even have to chug it. it was just oh, that nasty, man. apparently. Or maybe it was buttermilk. Either way. Oh, like yeah. Trying, to, trying to chug
3: milk. buttermilk would be a terrible thing.
2: Oh, dude, I used to work at that catfish place, and old people would order it just to drink with their dinner. Uh, they'd eat, like, catfish, cornbread, and was, just a glass of buttermilk, I, and was, I would, <laughs> I'd about vomit bringing it out. Did it's you like, ever see go.
3: people that would do that? They'd get the glass of buttermilk, and then they'd put a whole slice of cornbread in it? Yeah, and then just mix it up and spoon it out. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> they, they
2: grew up in, like, the 20s. They were, like... You ate good. Here's your dessert, and it was like a g- cornbread and buttermilk, and it was like the best treat probably. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a good week. <laughs> Daddy mined lots of coal. We got buttermilk and cornbread. Oh man, <laughs> it's truth. They're Daddy, going
0: through the Great Depression. <laughs>
2: Daddy made twenty cents this week. I'd be depressed if like my treat was cornbread and buttermilk too. Anyways, back to the context. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we just left I, turn, right turn. Seriously. <laughs> I lucked out because the first time I ever saw the hot dog eating contest on TV was in 2007 where Joey Chestnut shows up because a friend also got him involved with an eating contest and Joey thought it was fun. I described it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in the similar manner. It happened just like that. That was, that was audio
1: recording that we got from Joey's younger days in college.
0: (laughs) Yep. Totally
1: was. was.
3: Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're right.
0: You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Chestnut shows up, and they go head-to-head pretty much the whole way until Joey beats him by three hot dogs, and he ended up winning 66 to 63. God, that's so many dang hot dogs. This is ridiculous. In 12 minutes. In 12 minutes. Yeah. The rules change now to 10 minutes, but, which is even more fascinating because you would think... That would mean they'd eat less hot dogs. Oh no. That is not. <laughs> no. Um he's end up he ended up setting a new record now that's seventy. Since two thousand seven he's only lost once in that contest to um kid in two thousand fifteen named Matt Stoney, who won with sixty two. I
2: remember hearing about that guy. Yeah. That's not like the Eater X guy, is he? Another one of those guys like paints his face like sting. There's oh, no. there's some characters, man, in the hot dog eating circuit. Oh that's for sure. For sure. For sure. I, I just had to type this into the calculator because I had to know. But
3: you said you did said 63 in 12 minutes. We did 70 in 10 yeah.
2: now. 70 something. 70
3: what? And 10. I, I'm, S- 70 in 10 minutes now. That's the new. 7 a minute. Oh my god. Yeah. That's that's like like yeah. like less. That's like 9 seconds a hot dog.
0: Yeah. Because you got to be done by 10 minutes. The rule is <clears throat> your last hot dog can be in your mouth. But it will only count.
3: If you swallow, obviously Oh, like, so if you get it in before the buzzer Yeah You can still yeah. chew and swallow Yeah, as okay. long as it's
1: Yeah, so they, So you uh, can, like, stuff 16 hot dogs in your mouth And your cheek's puffed out But you gotta swallow <laughs> Dude, Chestnut's
2: got some big cheeks, Yeah, man, man. Like, you Do you ever see those guys after this, though? They look like the most miserable, like, they're just sure covered they in hot dog bun and water and, Dude, like, just look. There's <coughs> a reason
1: why he doesn't do, like, a Good Morning America tour the next day. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> they don't, they're not putting him on display for everyone to see because... He's like, I gotta go poop. <laughs> no, he just lost six years of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Training for yeah. some
0: stupid hot dogs. It yeah, was how much mosey he win? Uh, probably not enough right? purses nowhere um, 40,000 yeah oh shoot yeah that doesn't even Second pay for it. you it gotta
2: system. have commitment like everyday eating this lettuce and water and probably like that's he's, does he have endorsements though like mm-hmm. yeah. Joey Chestnut compression shirt from Under Armour like oh, fit he's... all the hot dogs in like, I, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I don't he's gotta have something like Joey oh, yes. Chestnut drives a, a Jaguar like I, who's gonna buy something though cause they're like oh Joey Chestnut has that no, but he's hmm. got sponsorships Belts, yeah. Belts. Jeans. That's true. Pants.
3: Stretchy pants. Yeah. <laughs> hot dogs. Hot pants. Like dogs. Nathan's. That's sponsors true. him. That's know.
2: true. Nathan sponsors the whole thing. So, why don't
1: you come in here and inhale some hot dogs like Joey Chestnut? I would... Is there a rule for, like, swallowing them whole? Like, do they have to, like, chew them up? Like, so what, if, a... what if he just, like...
2: You just can eat them how you want, want. Thro- but, Like, I don't yeah. think it's possible I mean, to you're do. allowed <laughs> to
0: throw as many as you want, but... Are we just gonna leave that. I there? think it's pretty painful. Yes. Yeah, we are. Okay, I would also just
3: imagine that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. You could fit more when they're broken into smaller pieces in your stomach. Yeah, the kids' tables like a large stone, small stone scenario. You can. It's easier to get the sand in there than to put a bunch of
2: big stones in there. That makes sense. Yeah, they, they chew the shit out of them. That's yeah. why they break them in half and like double chew at once. Yeah,
1: and that's the purpose of the water to break the bun down for them. So right. That's what I'm saying. Like up.
3: you if you swallow them whole, you probably would get filled up faster. Yeah. Like if you were, like just so swallow. swallowing. The, <laughs> yeah, because it'd be harder for you to break it down. <laughs> yeah, I makes feel
0: sense. like. But if you can, we train have have a hot dog eating economics. contest.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I are you on the grill? I feel yeah, like sure.
3: I I feel, I feel like. I would get pretty good, but I think Malcolm might be the Oh. I can You would think food. it'd be
0: size though. Kobayashi's five eight.
3: I'm not talking about that. I just feel like you could
2: eat.
0: Uh. Yeah, man, you were talking about like when you were ten, oh,
3: double fist and P B and J is like
1: eight at a time. <laughs>
0: that's a true. I do
1: <laughs>
2: Did you go double decker? The double decker P B and J? Like the Yeah, sometimes I did that. Yeah, that's strong, I think. I'd have
0: to have three of
1: those
3: though. With milk. Is that called the the oh, no no. I was going to say the D, B, and J. No, I think according to Levi and Joe, it's the Joe Classic with uh, <laughs> with jelly. <laughs> a double-decker Joe Classic with jelly. <laughs> oh.
1: Double de- what is the
3: double-decker Joe Classic? Bread, bread, and bread? No, no, no. The, Joe, the, classic is, the Joe Classic is, is, <laughs> a the is a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> okay. And then... A peanut butter banana sandwich is a peanut butter or is a Joe classic with banana. Okay, got <laughs> it. like that's like the way they freaking. I don't know. They're weird. man. We
1: inspired Jared to have a uh, peanut butter banana and honey sandwich the other mm. night. He sent me a picture of it with a caption "BRV inspired." <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> you ever gotten peanut butter and apple? No, but that sounds strong. That Some sounds... thin sliced apple. You get oh, that crisp in there. Granny that. Smiths. Doing it that
1: where way. have you been
0: all my life? I mean, right Jesus, here. This.
1: <laughs> Let's. All right. Are you done with two top? You got
3: yeah.
0: Horn? No, that's all I got. That's I it? know this. I know this episode will air after the in contest. But all <clears clears> right, Wade. Who you got? Chestnut or the field? Probably
1: chestnut. Chestnut. What? What? Chestnut for you. Yeah. You taking Joey Chestnut? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, he's gonna blow him away. I think if you wager money on him in Vegas, you'd the odds are you probably have to bet. <laughs> a hundred and eighty dollars to win 50 bucks mm. it's that those kinds of odds
2: mm. so a lot of people betting. On did you dog say dog my name contest, about something
1: yeah i said make us feel old way let's go make you feel old three times. <laughs> i'm not trying to make anybody feel old what i'm trying to do is feel included you know so, <laughs> so we've talked about uh generations before we've talked about the term millennial and we've talked about how it is uh I don't know, some people look at it with a positive, some people look at it with a negative, some people look at it with connotation of particular be- behaviors being linked to it. And there are a lot of millennials, I'll say older millennials, that don't necessarily identify with it. So a quote that I wrote down, this, I'm going to butcher this, so it's I'm not going to like put it in quotes or say who said it, but people like generational titles because... Of, of different things that it allows us to do. Generational thinking reminds us of social context and experience that have shaped our lives. So when you think of different things that you've gone through, think about different people your same age, therefore the generational titles, and that's why people feel certain linkage to certain generational titles. Okay? Yeah. Makes mm-hmm. sense? So um, I've, I've stated before that I don't feel like I fit into the uh, definition of behavioral patterns of millennials. And I am not alone, apparently. So there was this article that I read in Time Magazine that put it much better than I ever could, the, the things that it's described. So I just want to go through some things, create some dialogue of some stuff. You're how old? Did you say 31?
2: I'm 31, but are you technically a millennial? Would yes. you be Generation Y? I thought millennial was like post-91 born. No. Oh, no. Millennial is 1980
1: to like 1996. Okay,
2: yeah. all right. I was talking, I play with some people that are like, I don't know, 20-somethings on Xbox and we had talked about this the other day and they were trying to, I was like, well, I don't know what generation I am and yeah. You're how old millennial. do you think
1: I am? <laughs>
2: 41. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> really? No. no. No, no. <laughs> he's forty-two.
1: No. Ah. <laughs> no, I,
2: I like seriously though, like thirty-seven. I'm thirty-four. Okay,
1: so so boy, I was born in nineteen eighty-two. So, so you're talking
2: about being old. So I was just like throwing the numbers. Yeah, just there. just throw out two. So you're we're middle numbers. Not that so far. I was
1: far. born in nineteen eighty-two. So a lot of the things that I'm going to go through really. 100% apply to me so that one thing that really stood out was me being able to go out uh, as a child and ride my bike without fear of sexual predators or without someone going to kidnap me did any of you have that type of freedom as children you no. guys remember that as a
3: freedom 100%. as 100% okay
2: here's the thing though and I've thought about this a lot of times like having a kid and I feel the same way was there less danger, or was there less awareness of the danger, and like not the reporting and the social media and stuff? Well, like, do I you mean, think more a, kids are getting abducted these days than they were for some reason, or do you think it was just they didn't t- get as much publicity?
1: I think yes, that they are, but I mean, I don't know. I don't have any yeah, statistical. Yeah, no, I, I have no idea that. either. I'm just. That's I just think that curiosity. there's more sick people in the world now than there were then. Because, I mean, I think that's flat-out numbers and statistics. There are more people than there were then. But that, that's just one, one particular thing. So I'll, I'll go through a list of, of things that – I guess the, the way that the author listed some of these things as things that we didn't necessarily have to deal with or things that weren't necessarily part of our lives that were a few years after us or that are linked with the millennial generation. Sex parties, uh, prescription drug abuse.
3: Whoa, sex parties? Yeah, millennials get down with sex parties.
1: No, but the, like fear of worrying about our children going to sex parties and things like that. Like, it's, wasn't
2: that like more like seventies, eighties sex parties? Like, you, I would think that I'm was talking US. about.
1: I think what, and I, I agreed with it when I read it. But it, what I was thinking about was more um, all of this online live feed stuff that leads to these wild get-togethers that, that kids have the ability of scheduling and, and getting together that we just didn't have the ability
3: to do in our day. I mean, you had to, I was about to say play the I mean, game of telephone. This was what everyone else was doing. I was left out of that picture. <laughs> I, I mean,
1: again, this this is talking... Okay, so we'll, we'll keep going. Bullying was something else that kind of stood out to me. Bullying... I mean, I'm not going to say there weren't bullies in my high school, but bullying wasn't to the point where it was causing a... A large majority of children to commit suicide during their
3: adolescence. So well, I think that was just the social media change because the bully could come home with you. One hundred percent. I mean, I, th- is, I think is what that was. Yeah, like yeah, Cyber the bully bullying was more, all the time. Yeah, it was everywhere all <clears> the time. There was no escaping mm-hmm. the bully nowadays. And everything the no, bully did, everyone got to see. Still, like it was just it's just way it's worse. Psychological.
2: I mean, there's probably more people getting their ass kicked in the bathroom back then. You know, a big bully. But now it's a psychological. You know, everyone can see it online, and it
1: yeah. Back then, it was somebody you avoided in school. Yes, and that's it. You know, that's all you had to do is just avoid them in the hallways. You know. Yeah,
3: and if they actually did something to it, most of the time they'd get suspended or something. Yep. You know what I mean? It wasn't like how it is now.
1: So we could talk about that that side of it for a long time. Uh, a wide majority of, of us got spanked. and True. a vast majority of us don't need therapy today to deal with it. So um, is that a slide against ch- children these days that need therapy? No. It's, it, it just is what it is. Trophies went to people that only won first place. When I was a child and when I grew Man, up. Man, I wish it was still that way. <clears throat> Man, I still remember whenever I was uh, played baseball. Like It teaches you a fundamental principle in life that life is hard. And you, yeah. if you work really hard for something, then you can achieve something great. And
0: a life is going to be full of failures and that you're going to have mm. to deal with them and pick yourself up. But real quick, I went to a dance competition recently because my little sister was participating. And... Not everyone could win an award, obviously, because there's first place and second place and third. But for those kids who could not win, there was a little booth, and they even have it online available, where you could go and buy a first place or second place or third place trophy for a small fee, and it's off to the side of the stage, and parents would line up and go buy their kids whatever first or second place trophy for their kid, and just show it to them in the car and say, Hey, the because judge it's just easier than having a you.
1: conversation with your child and being honest with them about certain things. It's much easier just to give them a trophy and then just make them feel good
2: as opposed to being honest with them.
0: Literally the worst wow. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
2: <clears throat> yeah, like I'm all for like participation trophy as far as everybody gets something to commemorate the fact that they played the season see that's what i was meaning there can still be a mvp trophy or a first place or whatever like here's here's a certificate here's a little you know trophy a medal or whatever but
3: yeah like that perfect example is when i Mm -hmm. I was saying is when i was a little kid i mean even when i was playing t-ball when i was like four and five years old at the ballpark we played at there was like a tournament and there was a you know a, a finals and everything and mm-hmm. teams won the first place trophy but every kid at least went home with one of the little things that said like whatever your team name was and the year on it to commemorate that you guys played softball Absolutely. together that year yeah you know what i mean like yeah, I you're there's
2: a yeah and there's a difference I so feel like i never thought say, oh, that was like oh trophy. we lost
3: or we didn't win but yeah we did with this like that's not what i thought it was mm-hmm. always just like yeah this is my trophy for playing baseball this season it goes on the shelf because I played baseball that season not because I won first place or anything like that it was just a, a commemorative mm mm-hmm. you know but i guess but what you're talking about is uh, whew, that's like, not even
1: well no close. what i what i'm more talking about is like things like upward basketball leagues where they don't even keep score true you know oh, like, like yeah. hold on there's like,
2: basketball leagues they don't keep score for yeah.
0: kids that are in like 3rd 4th and 5th grade i'm okay. sure there's plenty of intramurals <clears throat> that are like that too You know, so it just—I don't—I
1: don't—it's anyway. It was different. We can keep our opinions or share them or whatever. It was different Mm -hmm. than what it is now. We played computer games like Carmen San Diego and Oregon Trail.
2: Yeah, I was about to say,
3: you better say
1: Oregon on Trail. Apple, <laughs> on our Apple IIs, we were talking Did about Did you
2: Apple ever play Oregon early. Trail? Yeah, saw? oh yeah. It was like, in social studies in school, you'd get to play it like once a month or something, and you oh, felt yeah. so awesome because you got to play a computer And then game. you,
1: you know, your wife would catch diphtheria and two oxen would die and everything would derail <laughs> in Oklahoma.
2: There's actually Man. a really good Teen Titans Go episode devoted to Oregon Trail. For real, it's so good, and it's uh, that basically the whole thing. It's really, like, yeah, y- it's it's spot on. Everybody I, like gets.
1: Um, there needs to be an Oregon Trail like re-release and with today's video gaming Oregon technology. Trail.
2: I literally did I say that?
3: I don't. I've I don't know. said that before, but like, I think that would I, be so awesome.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would be so into that. <laughs> so into like, that. And the same up, thing like with a... where in the world is Carmen San Diego? That mm-hmm. game was badass. Yeah. I loved searching around the world for Carmen San Diego. Trivia. Was fun. It's because we like trivia. Yeah, that's true. It that made me was. a history person. That's what made me like capitals of other countries. Mm-hmm. Like I became invested in what the capital of Italy was and what the capital of Russia was, only because I needed to know. If I was going to Moscow or to Rome, you yeah. know, like <clears throat> anyway, uh, we watch shows like, <clears throat> um, friends ER, Dawson's Creek. We were raised on saved by the bell. Not one. If you watch one tree hill, you're a millennial. <laughs> yeah.
2: Boy meets world. You got to throw boy meets World, yeah. wonder years. Well, I was literally I mean, about to say wonder Years. I could go on. I could list. Step hundreds. by step. Yeah. There's <clears> so step <many>. by step. <laughs> yes. Step by step. Step <laughs> by
0: step. step
2: by Our good. family matters. So that was my show.
1: If, oh, you were, yeah. if you had arrived in life, you had a pager when you were in high school. Yeah. Tell your daddy to page me. <laughs> <laughs> Dial up internet. We all remember the. <clears> throat> throat> yep. And then the instant messenger, you know, when the person that you were waiting for logged on, the. The door opening, and then they log off, and the <laughs> <laughs>
3: <doodling, doodling, laughs> hmm.
1: uh, And you would get the message, and you would sit there and wait for five to seven minutes for a web page to load, Ugh. so that you could do, watch see something online. Just, Go hang
2: out at school for seven hours with somebody, and then get home and instant message them for like four. Yep. And wait. Just sit there, wait for it, and then hope, you've got mail! I hope that God. I
1: they yelled at you... <clears throat>
3: Instant messenger.
1: We were also people, like we being people born between 1977 and 1983, didn't learn about iPods and the internet until we were already in our 20s. So think about that. (laughs) Think about not knowing what the internet was until you were already in your 20s. um, Didn't know how to really text or send text messages until I was already in my 20s. Because that wasn't really a thing. I remember being a sophomore in college, having a cell phone, and not ever sending text messages because it was way too complicated and not really knowing how to do it.
3: It's
2: like, but I could just call you, right? I, yeah, that's
1: exactly, that was my thought process.
2: <laughs> Scrolling through the three letters for each number was oh,
3: terrible.
2: Yeah, but the advantage of
3: that when you were a kid in school is you could text by muscle memory instead of having to look at a screen and that way you could still be looking up at the teacher while they're doing whatever and you just sit there with your hand under the desk to I don't know if I ever got to that point. And you might be able to peek down to make sure what you typed was legit, but you didn't have to sit there and stare at your phone. You could just sit there and just be, you know, clicking away underneath the desk and nobody would ever know you were doing anything. Right.
1: I mean, well, one way to sum a lot of this up, at least one thing that I felt strongly about was, and we talked about it before, and I said we'll talk about this again in Three Top, an adolescence free of worrying about social media posts in a cell phone catching up with your friends required effort and all of you getting in the same place Mm. to actually speak to each other. And I think I asked you the question somewhere along the lines of at what age is it okay to basically allow our children to become reliant on a cell phone? Because the age that we give them a cell phone is the age they will become reliant on it. And it's, it's not a choice of when do we allow them to come reliant on it? They will, as soon as we give it to them. It's
3: like, when is it the right age to connect them to the matrix or not?
2: Here's the thing, though they already are. Like Delaney's first year, the first year um, her school was open, she was and not uh, that there's a right class. or a wrong
1: answer. I'm just literally curious what you think.
2: Well, I just think it, it. I think a phone gets sort of demonized as like the last line of defense, but all of their schoolwork is done from an a- on an Apple projector. They have five IMAX in every classroom. They have thirty in the library any research she's going to do for a school project is going to be on a computer. She watches television, she plays games, iPad, like they don't do a lot other than physical activity that's not related to technology. So I mean as far as like the I think limiting them to the social media and stuff, you know, is is important, but as far as just the when do you get them a cell phone, them actually having a cell phone, I don't know that you can prevent them from like being reliant on technology anymore
1: oh i don't know that i ever want to prevent it you know or I mean, just I like a, stave it off i like. have a four-year-old and a two-year-old right you know, so i believe me i understand they're gonna have you know flying cars and they're gonna be buying me bionic hips we were and things, supposed to
2: have so. that too right
1: <laughs> but i mean i i say that you know sarcastically but <clears throat> i don't i don't mean to try to um shield them from it or hide them from it it's just more of a question of i know how reliant adults are 35 year old adults are on a cell phone and on all of the powers and the capabilities of that phone and i remember how free my childhood was not having to worry about those things you don't know what you don't know and when you're a kid you you know i, I don't know i guess that's the struggle i'm having in my head is what age do i want to give my child that you know, yeah, she's not going to have Instagram and Snap Face or whatever the hell's going on then. <laughs> you know, face. by the time she has one, but I just I thought that it was interesting because it was mentioned in this article about how that was like one of the main things that a lot of people born between seventy seven and eighty three mentioned from their childhood. That's different from people. I was born in eighty two. People that are born in ninety two were in the same generational class, but. When I was 20, they were 10. So when they were 20, I was 30. And they, from the time of 10 to 20, they had internet. They had Google. They had everything that they needed at their fingertips. And I was already 20 by that point. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to think about those types of things and try to put my daughter into that situation. But,
2: but here's the thing, though <clears throat> you have to think of it in context as far as things outside of the technology and the cell phone aren't the same. So if you think of it as like, oh, well, when I was a kid, I wouldn't have been on a cell phone. I'd have been out riding my bike with my friends. Say you don't let your kid get on that cell phone. They don't have the option to go out and ride bikes with their friends because people don't let their kids go ride bikes anymore. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. they can't be out hanging out. So it's like, I don't think you can equivocally just say like, oh, well, this, how, this is how it was when I grew up and I think this was better or I want to keep them from this because they don't have the same options. Like, if they don't talk to their friends on xbox or on computer stuff they don't talk to their friends now and people I- don't talk on the phone and they don't go hang out so it's mm-hmm. sort of like it is a hard decision because you feel like you're sort of you know that's the minority opinion i think and and most other kids are doing those things like i said probably half the kids my daughter knows has a cell phone and so we haven't gotten her one yet but like at some point she'll be the only kid that doesn't have a cell phone and so then it's do you want to preserve your mindset of like no, she doesn't need this yet, or do you right. want her to be the only kid without a cell phone?
1: You're going to be like mm-hmm. sticking to your guns at the detriment of your child? or yeah, it's, you know, It's difficult. So I, and I don't mean to say that in terms of one's right and one's wrong. What I meant to say it in terms of was it's a total 100% tangible difference between the generations that are considered, uh, the two different groups of people that are considered in the same generation, and that's why there has been such a resistance of some mm-hmm. to adopt some of the title. It was the same thing happens with every generation, but this comes up because a guy named Dan Woodman, <clears throat> a guy from, Aust- I think he was a sociologist from Australia, coined the term Xennial. It could be Zenial, I suppose, but I think Xennial makes more sense because yeah. it's a combination of Generation X and Millennials. So what it was, to, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, uh, the definition would be those between... Born between 77 and 83. Um, 83 was when Star Wars was released, right? Uh, no. 77? 77 77? No. 77 77, the... Like right through then, yeah, I guess. Se- in, well,
3: 83 77 was to Jedi, 83 right? was when I think they were 77 released.
2: 77 was New Hope. Am I wrong on that? Yeah,
3: 77 was definitely New Hope, but I think 83 Jedi came out. It may have been 83, 83 85, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah. There's about two or three years between each one. So,
1: And it was described as an analog childhood with a digital adulthood those that could that had the cynicism of Generation X with the optimism and drive possessed by millennials. Um, there's something that you can do. You can go on and you can take this quiz. So if you think that maybe you're born in 85 and you think that these things apply to you um, and even though you don't hit that seven-year span, you can take this quiz and here's the things that were listed on this quiz. This isn't all the questions, but this is just some that are fun. Do you remember Dial Tone Internet? yes i think i think we nope no so no for you um hang on how old are you guess
2: 24
0: Hmm.
1: close 22 he's good at the at the age thing (laughs) except you said i was 37 so yeah but you're 37 at heart aren't you
2: eight (laughs) (laughs) um i'm like 40 at heart it's fine i'm just grizzled
1: (laughs) I, i just had my second 13th birthday rip um do you remember the first time boy george got famous
2: the
1: first time <laughs> no I think it was Karma Chameleon was that the first time
2: Karma, karma,
3: karma Chameleon Karma Chameleon karma, 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 karma Chameleon oh yeah you
2: come and go <laughs>
1: okay um <laughs> you if you owned New Kids on the Block merchandise mm-hmm. isn't that
2: just preference though cause like you remember it but you didn't have no. to like I didn't own it
1: if you didn't own any of it well yeah, but I had an older sister just, yeah. so
3: I was it was all around me all around the house yeah Actually, there's still a poster. It could have
1: even been a Trapper Keeper.
3: There's still a poster in there somewhere that's like an original like from 80, I think it says 1992 on it, but it's a New New Kids on the Block poster that's framed.
2: Nice.
1: (laughs) We need to bring that up to the van. I know, right? We need to get that in the van. Um, Okay, this is a good one. You made a mixtape for someone, and it was actually on a cassette tape. Yep. You make a mixtape? Who
2: remembers recording mixtapes off the radio? Oh yeah, oh absolutely, and getting super pissed when they'd cut like the last twenty seconds of the song off and Dude. like coming in and be like, "Yeah, that was blah blah," and you're like, "Shut up! I know what it was. I <laughs> wanted on the."
1: But it was tech and tape. <laughs> it was worse when it was Delilah, and it was trying to be uh. a love song for for your sweetheart or whatever, and Delilah would come in with her,
2: "Hey, you know, this is yeah. Delilah.
1: Delilah. You just heard. <laughs> yeah, oh my God." <laughs> All right. Um, You actually used floppy disks for your computer. Yep. I I remember those. You you were talking about a stack of floppy disks this high earlier or something. I don't remember. It was like
2: two feet tall. It was like 120 megs of data, and they had it beside a thumb drive that's 120 gigs. (laughs) Just for like the hey, this has been the last 20 years. You're welcome. Correct. Correct. Um, You had a Walkman. Did you have a
1: Walkman? Uh,
3: Did you have a Walkman? Or did you have a Diskman? I had a Diskman. I had both. I didn't Did have you have the Walkman walk, first? The Walkman yes. first. Was, See, it was there, like a hand me down, though. Not because that wasn't the thing; it was because I just we just didn't have one. We eventually got it. we had a the family cassette player, if I, if you will. You know, they existed, but we didn't have one.
1: But you didn't have like the carrying one that had later the on,
3: like for Christmas one year, we got the Discman. But
1: it was already Discman time yeah. by then. Okay, I got
3: a boombox one year.
1: Did you ever have a Discman? Discman, or was it always iPod?
0: I saw the I. I got an mp3 player but I, I saw always the mp3 one. player though yeah so digital never, music
1: you always have known d- digital music as long as you've known music no I've gotten to use um so I mean that you've used them and stuff but as long as you've been alive was digital
0: music always a thing as long as you can remember music was it always an option no for you to download I, rem- a song? I remember walkman's it wasn't always an option for mp3 okay that, that'd be an interesting thing. When was, was downloading I think I was music possible? Born before the nano, I had
2: to be. You
1: yeah. were born before it, that but when like did you start you know, like actually downloading
2: movie. music? I was born before the nano. <laughs> we remember started, the before times. So you were born I in ninety four.
1: Yeah, you were born in ninety four. So if the Facebook was created in two thousand four, so you were ten when Facebook was created. Mm. So when were you like downloading music? Because music in digital form was up by 2004
3: yeah napster had already came and went by then oh yeah
1: napster was around when i was in college my freshman year in 2000
0: i think i remember getting it off my dad's computer um so if it was around 2000s. Yeah,
1: yeah so if it was around by the time you were six then <laughs> digital music has always been around in your yeah music life pretty much nice stick to vinyl <laughs> oh i have vinyls yeah man. love them
0: mm-hmm. they're very I- nice I left one in my car the other day, though, and oh, no. now it's ruined.
1: This was something that was really cool. If you were able to get your full name without letters or symbols in an email address when the internet came out.
2: I don't know. I didn't try.
1: Yeah. My no. name. My name's so unique, I was able to at AOL.com. No, definitely didn't try.
2: Anybody have any badass <laughs> aol. dot
3: AOL.com. No. Well, I was just so... I actually basically still use the same one today.
2: There you go.
1: Hotmail?
3: No,
2: I meant like just like my username for everything. Oh. That's the best way, like, if you have to collect emails for something, like for Extra Life, we do, and you can tell somebody wants to do something, but they're just so ashamed of their email address. They're like, yeah, I'll sign up. And then they're like, Super Cowboy Flyman 79. (laughs) You're just like, what was that? And it's just something. See, a lot of people at
1: our job, they would spell it. As opposed to say it yeah. to us. They would just try to spell it really fast. So well, like, let me uh... read
2: that back to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's YOLO Dank Squad 69. Is that right? And I'm like,
3: god damn. I, I actually took an application from somebody one time that their email address was like... And how many people actually put their email address on an application for starters? But anyway, this person did. And I it do. Was, and it was like... Oh, my God. Oh, for, like, a part-time, like, cashier position somewhere. Oh. I mean, come on. He's a millennial. You know. But I meant, like... <laughs> but the dude's email address got... A, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like... Big Daddy Kush... 420 Blaze. 420 gmail at gmail.com. 420 Blaziken. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> Actually, I might go like, check and see if that's available now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do. No, you I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I was just like... Blaziken. Who... who who is applying for a job and put that down as their email Somebody address. who's not getting a job. Well, of course. But it was just like, come on. Like, can you even at least try a little
1: Get a bit here? a separate
2: one. Like, if that's the one you... Yeah.
1: Like, that's the one that you conduct your business on. Sure. You yeah. conduct your business. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
3: So just try a little bit harder.
2: Come if on.
1: If your first computer games were cassette tapes. Ooh, like 2XL? That was a
3: thing? Yes, that was a thing. 2XL. Yeah. I loved 2XL. Loved. Dude, Dude they, they were know, like... I know that look, you don't they know what They look like 8-track is. tapes. What? Yeah. I, I'm, well, I don't know I, either. No, okay, so the one I had was this robot, and it was cassette tapes, and it utilized the fact that a cassette tape had technically four channels on it, a left and a right, and a frontwards and backwards on each side of the tape. So there was technically four things going on. And this little robot, it would tell you a story and ask you questions and you would hit essentially what you were doing was hitting left channel reverse left channel forward right channel reverse right channel forward Hmm. and basically what it would do is it would go through the tape frontwards and backwards and on different channels and it was literally a computer game
2: on a cassette tape like it would go back or forward depending on what choice you made correct And, and so
3: if you answered this it would tell you oh that was incorrect push this to go back you know if it was a quiz based thing but sometimes it was just a story based thing like you wanted the story to go this way so you click this and it would take you that way and you know kind of like those old goosebump books where you
2: i was thinking the that dude yeah. i was just thinking that yeah and you'd screw up and like go to the wrong page no, no. And be like no that didn't happen <laughs> yeah i said i didn't want to get on the roller coaster yeah <laughs> no i never experienced those i think it was probably just because we didn't have a computer until i was like older but this wasn't a computer this was cassette tapes like literally
3: a little cassette player, made. But it was a special mini mini tapes. No, it was a full on normal cassette. Tape. He would normal play... size. Yeah, you could. Was well, you... it
2: the thing that looked like the robot? Yeah. Okay, I know that's what you're what talking I'm about. But I'm thinking of I didn't. Is the,
1: But I'm picturing mini cassette tape, no, like they were not regular total, size. Total.
3: You could put. I I actually made. What was awesome about him too was you could make or take any tape of anything. So, you know, I had an Alan Jackson tape that I was very fond of when I was way like, down
1: yonder on the chat. That's a right.
3: But. You could put that in him, and his little eyes and mouth would flash like he was singing the song. And he would just play whatever tape you wanted to play. Huh. It was awesome. I loved my 2XL.
2: Nice. Robot <laughs> Alan Jackson like gives me nightmares. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: that
0: makes sense. <laughs> what else you got? Um,
1: I said this already. If you had a Hotmail. Nope. Yep. You had a Hotmail? Still do. Still do. Still so what wow.
2: Xbox Live, you have to. Or it, they that was they my... call it Live now. It's the same thing though. Like when you go to it, it's Hotmail, but the the dots have changed mm. to at Live. Ah, Live. dot com. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah.
1: Can you still remember landline phone number or one of one of your friends? Yeah, I can't do nine one three six five one four eight zero seven. Was
2: dealing well. your identity? Well,
1: that was for that was from when do you it know was... your social.
2: Say it now. One two three go. <laughs> that was
1: <laughs> uh, go. No, but that's something that was in my head. I mean, granted, again. We had to remember... All these phone numbers no no cell phone I had that shit written you know remembered for you I think i still I'm got doing it and that it in was my the phone now. number that I called more often than not and I can 6519 6514807 call Jared I'll call him re- right now <laughs> I dude you don't ever think about that was Jared's phone number when he lived with his parents in Kansas
2: I can remember mine off the top of my head I can remember my grandparents I can remember my best friends like now that you say that I'm thinking about it I'm like mm-hmm. oh my god I still have these like I wish I could clear those out and make room for something else i I'm like why do I need those Mhm they're about, stored away in a,
3: you know, yeah, dusty filing cabinet. I remember, you know, we haven't had a landline phone in our house in forever, but I know that number still, you know. What number? The one at your current house? Yeah, yeah this I mean, house. No, I don't need your current phone number. No, 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 good. no. But, you know, <laughs> my grandparents, my dad's, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, there's, there's... From le- there's I'm talking, talking at least... about from, like, when you were a kid. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like like Like, my, you know, when I was a kid, when you had to memorize phone yeah. numbers or have a or have a freaking pad of paper rotary dial thing, the by Rolodex. The Rolodex, that's what yeah. they're called. Related, how a many holodex. people
2: that you talk to on a very often, do you not know their numbers because they're in your phone as a contact? 90%. Like, right? I, yeah, like, at least yeah. 90%. I,
1: yeah. Same. 90%, at, at least, if not higher.
2: I have a lot of dang numbers. Our I don't phone. know my dad's phone number. I do know, know how to pick his name.
1: I know two phone numbers in my I know two, his phone number. One of them is my college roommate, who I don't really talk to that much. It's just burned in my brain because he was like my emergency contact, late nights, drunk out <laughs> kind of thing. Help! And my <laughs> wife. Those two phone numbers I have memorized. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are the only ones that I can two out of the hundred plus contacts. As far as
3: modern them. phone numbers, it's very hard to keep up with numbers, but I have a whole data bank of like numbers of like my grandmother's house, my. Grandma, my other grandmother's in pa- Papa's house. Like you know,
2: there's stuff I, you've known for a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: But nowadays, any new number? No
1: way. No. I mean, I know my work number and things like that. But as far as my
2: friends and family, no,
1: I don't. I don't have my parents' numbers memorized. Right. No. Just
3: any new cell phone number or anything like that? Totally no.
0: My brother who lives twenty minutes up the road. I don't know his number.
1: Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's in my phone.
0: <laughs> Wait. So two questions. One, do y'all still get um, phone
3: books? No. I literally, my jaw dropped because a lady came into my store and brought me a Yellow Pages the other day. And I was like, what is I think you mentioned this on one of the episodes. And I was like,
2: why are you bringing me this? I've used them (laughs) to start fires for like (laughs) five years when I get them. They're great. Like, I need to start my charcoal chimney. Here's a phone book.
0: (laughs) They're also good high chairs, apparently. That's what I heard. Um, <laughs> so there's 17 or
1: 20 total questions on this. I got three more, go and then you answer yes or no whether you remember these things, true or false. I think it was, um, and then it rates your exennial uh, status. But uh, before Google, we had to ask Jeeves. Yep, you better remember, ask Jeeves. Totally, yep. literally had to write out your thing in a question form for him to get it.
3: I still do that actually. Who's that? Uh, go
1: to you can go to askjeeves.com. It's it's a website. It's just like Google's search engine. Yahoo? Yahoo.
2: <laughs> I yeah,
3: remember that. Perfect. But no, like Yahoo was like used to be the big daddy search engine and Ask Jeeves took a little bit of that but and before, then Google came along and but
1: said, but before, no. <laughs> Ask Jeeves, it was World Book Encyclopedia, damn it. Yeah. Hmm. Good point. It was, you know, paper cuts. <laughs> it was 10 hours of looking for one article that you needed to cite mm-hmm. for your paper. Microfilm. Micro microfish. Microfish. This is another one. The movie The Goonies actually yes. scared you the first time you oh. watched it. Hey, yeah. you guys! Uh, I heard
3: that one coming. <laughs> I don't think it scared me, you know. didn't. But I love that movie. See, I don't know one Can I really... Do the, uh, I is kinda... it called the Truffle Shuffle? Are you calling me fat? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> do
1: it! Do it, do the truffle shuffle. Do it, chunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I liked that movie a lot.
2: Oh but god, it, yeah, it
1: didn't. I don't know. It might. It's have an adventure me. movie for yeah. kids.
2: I mean, what else do you need? That movie didn't scare me. I liked it. Did you ever watch Ernest? Scared stupid. Yes, I've no. seen a lot
3: of Ernest movies, but I don't think I've seen that one. The yeah. part
2: where she rolls over and the trolls rot beside ho- her in bed. The Halloween one. Yeah, dude. Like I checked under my bed for like five years. Man, after that I watched troll. That. that troll was creepy. That was an ugly I've never seen troll, it. dude. It was creepy. It was crazy. Like she looks beside her, and there's nothing in her bed, and she rolls over to go to sleep, and then she looks back, and the troll's like in her bed.
1: Yeah, and it's a troll. It's like, yeah, it's not like a, a trolley
2: troll. It's... Anyway, yeah, No, it's not like a <laughs> troll. Can't feel it. Like? Not that kind of troll. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, that's a troll. Um, oh, so I, I
3: recently watched Trolls. Oh, uh, I was behind the times on that. Dude, they have like Gorilla song in there? They have Clint Eastwood is one of the oh really is one of the songs I they sing. I
2: have it. In. I haven't seen it. Money really likes it. I haven't seen
3: it. Oh, I mean, it's just like I mean, it's of course all songs. It's all pop songs Ugh, that I people can't. know.
2: Songs in movies. I can't. Man.
3: But but at one point, it's like a you know a gloomy, sad part. They're, what are they called? The Gergens or Bergens? I haven't or seen something. It. And you they're singing. That. They're singing Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feeling glad I got
2: such a. Yeah. Like, and they're all just like
3: bobbing their head and like looking all pissed off. And I was just like, that's freaking awesome that they got that in there. Nice. Love the gorillas. And then one last thing.
1: This is what we thought technical advancements were. Okay. Call waiting. <laughs> call waiting was like a step up or three way calling. You know, that. Star 69. Yeah. Star stars, six Seven. Being able to star 67 or star 69 your ass. I remember yeah. when
3: call ID. Became a thing, and we got one. It was just like the greatest thing. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, unavailable. no a telemarketer. Yep, not going to answer that. How
1: many times your boyfriend call in the middle of the night?
3: Yeah, they can look at the call log. Mm-hmm. hmm hmm Yeah, my girlfriend yep. had to deal with that a lot.
1: <laughs> a
2: lot. I miss you, baby. Stop calling here.
1: It's <laughs> four in the morning. Her dad was a colonel. He didn't take too kindly to that. <laughs> so. Listen, I that's how tall
2: are you? Five foot six. Five foot six I didn't know they stacked shit that high.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, I bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose.
3: <laughs> oh
1: <laughs>
3: God Arlie Erme, man. that dude. That was his like debut, you know that too, right? He had oh, not yeah. he hadn't been he was not an actor. He was actually brought on as a consultant for that movie and whenever he was like like trying to show people what was going down, they were like, uh Why don't you just do it? And they let him improv. That opening scene where he, what you just said, the bullshit asshole, Mm -hmm. I bet you could suck a golf ball Mm -hmm. through a garden hose, Mm -hmm. like all that. Improv. They literally filmed that improv with him and he just made that
2: gold. I did not know that. Yes.
1: Nice. Nice. We got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. I got to pee again. (laughs) I got to pee again. So we don't have, we don't have the soundboard, but I can't say thank you enough, man. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. No, it was, was good yes. to be
2: here. It was fun.
3: That
1: was a great episode. Thank you. That was great. So You'll have to mm-hmm. come
3: back again like Michael did. Yeah. For sure. for sure.
1: For sure. So, anyway, thank you again for joining us, Alex. Thanks for listening, everybody.
3: We'll catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. As always, we love to hear your feedback. Do us a favor and go to your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and click that like and follow button for all your episode updates and releases. Like us at The Big Red Van Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Big Red Van Pod. And as always, you can just send us an old fashioned email at The Big Red Van Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and it means the world. Just share us with a friend.